Imagine your mind. Okay. Is a box, right? Uh huh. I'm with you. Your mind is a box. Okay. You open it up. You step in. Oh. You close the box. You're trapped. Your mind trapped. Oh God. No. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlie. And this is Kevin. And this is Parking Lot the Podcast. <laughs> What do you think the commercial to Mind Trap was? Do you think it was Ugh. like like a just like thunder or lightning and like Mind Trap? I'm gonna ask you this. <laughs> do you think they could afford a commercial? <laughs> no, they got an artist. They got the artist. They definitely got their cousin to do the art. <laughs> um, yeah. Fucking Mind Trap. But so, Mind Trap, I we gotta look it up because if they did have a commercial, it must have been epic. I got to look it up. You should. Uh, listen, Mind Trap. Mind I don't trap. Need, we need to even explain it. Oh, yeah, everybody yeah. knows what Everyone it is. Everyone knows what Mind Trap is. Okay, it's a Mind Trap. We have board games at our little friends group. Uh-huh. And we, I guess, we someone went to Goodwill, right? Indeed. Our garage sale. Goodwill. Goodwill. And bought an uh, old card game from 1991. Yes. That has a cover from, like, 1987. <laughs> yep. It's just, it looks like the Love and Thunder poster. It does. It just looks like an old 80s hairband album. I fucking love it. It's great. I love it. And so essentially it's little questions uh-huh. on a card. Mm-hmm. But my God, they go in some wild directions. Oh, yeah. And I started reading them and I was like, we got to do an episode on mm-hmm. this. So my friend who bought this just was like, you can have it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. it's like, are you good? Yeah, I'm just going to turn the studio off, actually. Because, I mean, we don't have the air running or anything. Okay. So, okay. If it gets hot, we'll just turn okay. it back on. The studio. So, the uh, the episode's just going to be me reading these questions and you trying to figure it out. <laughs> and you along at home can do the same. Yeah. And I guarantee you won't. And I know you <laughs> won't. We'll do this like a like a, a play-along. Pause the episode yeah. Door to explore. Yeah. What do you think it is? <laughs> um, so there are some like math ones. I'm gonna try. If I realize it's a math one, I'm gonna skip it. Okay, yeah. Because those aren't fun. No, it's have like a pen and paper for that. God. But uh, yeah. So let's, let's let's before we begin. Yeah. Read us off the 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 tag. What do you mean? Mind trap. Oh, the, the oh, tagline. Oh. The tagline. Mind trap. It'll challenge the way you think. Oh. Because it sure will. It sure Because I'm assuring you, <laughs> some of these questions, they don't give you any hint. They don't give you any, like, direction that's going to go this way. They'll just say stuff, and it'll be like, oh, Steve, I, I think, Steve, I think Steve had any, a gun. I think anything we can say it won't sum it up. Okay. All right. So, first off, for just for you, not our viewers, yeah. but figure out a way to organize this. What do you mean? Oh, I'm, I got it. I'm okay. just going to put it in the back. I got it. I cool. got it. I got it. Okay. All right. You good? Yeah. Okay. Let's start. All right. A traffic cop was stopped at a red light. Mm-hmm. Professor Bumble. God. Who had his mind on a lecture he was about to give, <laughs> drove his car right by him and threw the light without stopping. Okay. The cop witnessed the entire scene, but made no attempt to stop him. Why not? <laughs> I... 
Were they on different streets? Kind of. Oh, God. Oh. He's in a different dimension. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's not that. I am, too. This Professor is... Bumble was driving through a green light in front of the cop who stopped the red light. That's so dumb. So he was, like, down the street? They were at different sides of the intersection. Uh, that this is that's just a that was start. a pretty tame. That's one. not yeah. That's not even as that, crazy. It was still terrible. Uh, God, just answer. We didn't even mention question. it though. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even mention though how great all the names are in. this. Oh, they're amazing. They're so garbage. Okay, you ready? I love them. Yeah. Does that show you how long it is? Yeah, okay. it's a it's a, a book. Your collection of rare. Hold on, let me get more light. Your collection of rare record albums. Almost rivals your murdered aunt's world famous collection. <laughs> Wait, what? Said Shadow to Sam Sham. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Shadow is saying it's to Sam Sham. Okay, so you got it. You good? No. Okay, let's start again. Your Shadow is saying this to a guy named Sam Sham. Okay, <laughs> just listen. Your collection of rare record albums almost rivals your murdered aunt's world famous collection. Who talks like that? No, Shadow, Shadow, Shadow Sam, Shadow? Shadow is saying it to Sam Sham. Right, sorry. It's so Shadow Sham. It's so stupid. (laughs) Yes, replied Sam. She had several one of a kinds. As her accountant, I can certainly verify the value of such a collection. Chris, we're not sure what the burglar was after when he murdered your aunt. (laughs) Said Shadow. But we found two very rare records hidden of interest to you. Sam leaned forward and indicated he would very much like to read them. Shadow then withdrew... The two accounting records hidden by the deceased lady, which showed the debits and credits of substantial fortune. My aunt was going senile, so her entries wouldn't mean a thing, offered Sam. I believed you were involved in your aunt's murder, accused Shadow. Why? First off, I thought it was talking about records. I did too, like, like, like music, records. music records. This is talking about like receipts. I, yeah. What? Yeah. Why was why why was Sam involved in his murdered aunt? They're just talking about it. Like your murdered aunt had a great record, and I think you murdered her. Yeah. Is the end. Yeah. Of that, so that why sentence. so why do you think he was involved to get the force? And what, why would the records show that? Yeah. Uh. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. I mean, if you don't have any of that, just read the answer. Yeah, just hit me with it. It's not a very long answer. No. When Shadow said he found two records hidden under the floorboards, what did he say? He that? didn't. He didn't say he that. He didn't say that. Sam indicated his desire to read them. He should have expressed his desire to listen to or see them. It was obvious the records Sam desired more were accounting records that would probably be incriminating to his dubious accounting for he was. So it was. Uh, wait! <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you got my trap! <laughs> Got me. <laughs> got me good. I think that's my 
my new thing. When we get mine shot, I'm yelling it. Oh yeah. We need like a like a like a, a soundboard. A button, yeah. Yeah, we need mine. Mine trap. Holy shit. We'll do that for the next one. Holy fuck. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Short one. Oh, really short. Clara Clatter. No. Was born on December 27th. And her birthday is always in the summer. How can this be? <laughs> what? what? Her. Oh my oh, god! I might know. Okay. She lives in Australia? The Southern Hemisphere. Yeah! Yep. Yep. Fuck you, mine! You got it. Mine trap! You bit Charlie! <laughs> My mind is too powerful. Okay, this is one we've already done off camera. Okay, right yeah, we are. A child is born in Boston, Massachusetts to parents who were both born in Boston, Massachusetts. This child is not an American citizen. How could this be? What do you think, listeners? What do you think? <laughs> I read. Yeah, this. this is the dumbest I love one, this one in the world. I love it. That's All right, you ready? You're gonna get mind trapped, listeners. The <laughs> child was born before 1776, the year of the Declaration of Independence, and therefore is British. <laughs> but Boston, Massachusetts didn't exist, so they weren't born in Boston, Massachusetts. I think it did. Did it? Yeah. As it one was of just, the colonies? But they're just not an American citizen? Yeah. My God. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn the studio back on. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. We're hot. Trapped. We're hot boxing here. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Now, this is a long one. Uh, Shadow's involved. This... Shadow's like the main character of mine. He's been in a couple of these. What's up with that? I don't Who know. Who do you think Shadow is? I want to know. I want to see a movie. <laughs> A mind trap movie. I could pitch it. You sh- we should do oh, it. Man. Should, that should be our next parking lot pitch movie. You want to do it? Yeah, mind trap the movie. Okay. <laughs> Is it going to be like a Jumanji where you get like, sucked in? I don't know. Okay, we'll figure that out. You ready? Long yes. question. You ready? Oh, man. You ready? Yep. Come on, Shadow. Shadow approached one of the many bars aboard the posh Pinnacle 2 cruise, cruise ship. Jesus Christ. And overheard Jack Tar. Jack Tar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The alleged hero of the day, <laughs> spinning a yarn. Oh, I've been a sailor for 20 years and never experienced anything like it, said Jack. I came out of my cabin door and heard gunshots. I saw a man at the front of the ship waving a gun around, so I immediately hit the floor and covered my head. I looked up moments later and saw a gun lying right in front of me. I picked it up and fired the first shot in the air and the second at the gunman. Fearing for my life, I ran to the back of the ship. Next thing I knew, there was security everywhere, and they said I shot the assassin and was the hero of the day. Shadow doubted anyone could possibly believe that story. Why not? I know. Do you? I think I do. Okay. Read it first. Jack Tarr said he had been no, a... No, sa- no, don't read it. Oh, 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 oh. Just, okay, I, I, I just on, wanted on. you to read okay, it for on, yourself. On, on, on. Say something while I'm doing this. I think... It's all a lie, and I don't think anything Jack Tar is saying is credible because he said the back of a boat, and a sailor would know. Oh, okay. It's the aft. Jack Tar said he had been a sailor for 20 years. A sailor of 20 years would never use the terms front 
back or floor when talking about a ship. Yeah! The front would be the bow, the back would be the stern, oh. and the floor would be the deck, you moron. So you I, were, I got I got the words you wrong. Were the half boat words. Mind I was half. No, I got the answer right. I'm just also not a sailor of 20 years. Okay, you got Charlie. Yeah! Wow, that's stupid. That's so dumb. <laughs> I don't think there's one that's not. Take that, Jack Tar. Jack Tar. <laughs> what would happen if an irresistible force, example, a cannonball that cannot be sought by anything, met an immovable object, wow. example, a wall that cannot be moved by anything? They're doing this yeah. question? Yeah. What would happen? That's oh a whole my God, question. The answer. Yeah, what would happen? What would happen? What would happen? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing would happen because the situation is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Terms irresistible force and immovable object cannot coexist. Oh. If a force is irresistible, they cannot be. In, they're like sassy. Yeah. The force can, there cannot be an object that is immovable. Conversely, if an object is immovable, there cannot be a force that is irresistible. It's as absurd a situation as two people each being torn in each other. <laughs> you, you know, <sighs> these. The, the tone of these answers. It's insane. You know who it reminds me of. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because it's, that's absolutely how they talk to us about everything. It is. I think he's a time trapper. I think so. I think he's the mind the trapper. Jester is the mind trapper. Because, ugh, oh, I just, ugh, oh, everything. The condiments, the people, <laughs> everything. That's the tone he took. <laughs> he did the people. The people. <laughs> Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Professor Bumble is back. Uh, back. Oh. Has a box of socks. In his, uh, this is a math one. Oh. Yeah, let's not do that one. I don't like these math. Anyone that have a number in it. Yeah. You got bumbled. <laughs> you got Professor Bumble. <laughs> Sam Slug and Sid Shady. No. No, you're kidding. I make this up. No. We're trying to snitch a few oranges from an orange grove, but found them to be out of reach. Since Slug stands six feet and Shady stands five feet, Slug invited Shady to stand on his shoulders. And These are like tongue twisters. Yeah. Slug invited Shady to stand on his shoulders in order to reach the fruit. Shady climbed up on Slug's shoulders, but even then the fruit was just behind Shady's grasp. Would it make any difference in reach if Slug was to stand on Shady's shoulders? <laughs> the answers are always so good. Um. <laughs> I mean, this is it's no. Yes, because uh, uh, his arms were naturally longer. Uh, yeah. You just have to know. No, I mean it makes sense. Ugh. Okay. So dumb. I thought they were just like, yeah, arms are longer. You fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean know, that's absolutely. I know, right. not know Shady's arms are longer. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like, Shady fell. <laughs> Shady doesn't exist. He's a figment of his imagination. <laughs> Shady, That's what these answers be yeah. doing. Slug doesn't like oranges, so he didn't grab it. <laughs> he didn't grab it because he's, he's allergic to oranges. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You fucking moron. I've been mind trapped. You did? Oh, yeah. You've been mind trapped. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> we're definitely losing our voices if we keep I if we don't get a buy off to work for two days. <laughs> Assuming that you were paying, is it cheaper to take one friend to the movies twice or two friends to the movies at the same time? It doesn't depend on how much popcorn they eat. <laughs> it doesn't depend on the popcorn. I'm going to say yeah. it's cheaper to take no. Wait. Let's see. I let's hear it. It's cheaper to take them both at the same time. Yes. Because you pay for yourself once. In this case, you would only be buying three tickets. Yes. Whereas if you take the same friend twice, you're buying four tickets. Yes. Suck it, mind. You've been cha 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 Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the three would see most clearly in total darkness? A leopard. A bat or an owl? Uh. <laughs> Is it just none of them? None! It's impossible to see in total darkness! None! They're all three blind! <laughs> I'm so glad! I love. I love. I'm it. I love so glad I mind got that trap. One. You weren't mind trapped. I wasn't, but I was still blown away. You didn't away. really Charlie them either. No, we, so we, we'll we call we, that a we'll call that a tie, <laughs> a mind tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I'm telling you, drinking game. This <laughs> it might be great. We might get dead. We might. Oh, this is a math. Math. Okay, one. It takes six men, six days to dig six holes. Digging holes. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> How long will it take one man to dig half a hole? Half a day? There. <laughs> you got my trap in this one. I know I did. I already There's did. no such thing as a half a hole. A hole is a hole. <laughs> Belong to the words from Group A. Group A, blast, paper, box, bank. Group B, juice, bag, cradle, carpet. Can you read the, the first box again? <laughs> the first category? Blast, paper, box, bank. Juice, bag, cradle, carpet. I would never, ever know this. I honestly have no idea. Bag fits most easily with the words in group A because they can all begin with the word sand. Nice. Sand blast? What are they talking about, Pokemon? <laughs> no, it's it's like a, a sanding kind of technique, I think. Okay. You just blast them with sand. That's. Did I get mind trapped on that one, or was it just dumb? <laughs> I think I. Still We're all mind trapped. Yeah. In that one. Yeah. Is this um, 
Could you read these as jigsaw, do you think? Is that, you want me to do it? No, I mean, oh, like, could, like, yeah, I think so. This is totally jigsaw. This is, how, this is how we got to start, right? This is the prequel to, to Saw <laughs> was Mind Trap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The only timepiece that Mr. Greenwich owns is the grandfather. We did this one. Do you remember? I think so. The grandfather clock, which he frequently forgets to wind. One day when this happened, he went to Mr. Terminal's house to check. Maybe we didn't do this. <laughs> no, I don't think we have. He went to Mr. Terminal's house to check the time. When Mr. Greenwich returned home, the first thing he did was set his grandfather clock to the correct time. How could he correctly set his clock if he did not know the length of the trip to Mr. Terminal's house? Note. Now, listen to this note. <laughs> he did not use the radio telephone to aid him. Oh, uh, he, oh my God! The answer is so long. He used the internet. No, it didn't exist back then. Did he count the seconds as he walked home? <laughs> Listen, it's that a long. A, it's a long answer. That is so. an essay. When Mister Greenwich left his house, he wound the clock and noted the time. When he returned. The grandfather clock told him the amount of time he took walking to Mr. Terminal's house, visiting and returning. Mr. Greenwich also noted his arrival and departure time at Mr. Terminal, so he was able to tell how much time he spent there. He then subtracted this amount of time from the total time he was away from home as measured by his grandfather clock. This amount of time is how long he spent walking to Mr. Terminal's house and back. Since he always walks the same same way and at the same speed, how... It, <laughs> half of his travel time was t- spent walking home. He then added this time to the time he needed leaving Mr. Terminal, and that gave him the correct time. You've been fucking mind trapped. Jesus Christ. Who I don't even sits say- there and writes these things? No one. No one. Shadow does. Shadow. Was that Shadow? That was Mr. No, Terminal. That was Mr. Terminal. Mr. Terminal. That sounds like a really terrible comic book villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to love this one. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Clatter have five children. Oh, God. Half of them are boys. How is that possible? Trans. <laughs> oh, God. You ready? Trans. The other half are also boys. You oh, fucking idiot. God. Oh. You fucking mourn. You were fucking mind trapped. I, I, my answer was a joke, but I never would have gotten that. That's wow. so bad. What five-letter word does Harvey graduate? What? Okay, so Wait, I said it wrong. wrong, wrong. What five-letter word does every Harvard graduate pronounce wrong? Oh, God. Oh, my <laughs> God. What? Let me hear it. Five-letter word that every Harvard graduate pronounces wrong. Yeah. Oh, oh God! You know, what? tell me it's wrong. <laughs> You've been Charlie. You Fuck you, mind trap. You can't get me. There are th- I'm just gonna keep going. There are three extremely bright men seeking the hand of Miss Candy Bar. Oh no! Candy loves her men smart, but can't decide which one of the three is the smartest. Consequently, she proposes a test. It's like a movie. Yeah. Candy places a mark on each men's forehead and tells them that each of them has either a blue or red mark. She instructs them to raise their hand to see if the blue mark on either... She instructs them to raise their hand if they see a blue mark on either of the other two. The first man to determine which color mark he is and explain how he arrived at the conclusion will have her hand in marriage. Each man raised his hand, and a few moments later, one of them had the answer. What color was the winner's mark, and how did he know? 
I've forgotten the the prompt on this one. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so each one of them has been marked on the head with a blue or red mark. And they're supposed to raise their hand if they, if they see, see the blue mark. If they see at least one blue mark. Yeah. And they need to figure out which one they have on their head. Yeah. This could be a, a romantic comedy. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to try to tap into the trap. Okay. You got it. You got to think like mine trap. Yeah. I'm going to say they all have blue marks. It's funny. It's something stupid like that. It's a long answer, so I don't know yet. I bet it's even stupider. Since all three men raised their hands, the winner knew that there could only be two possibilities. There had to be two blue and one red, and th- or three blue marks. Huh? If there was a red mark on any forehead, the two men with the blue marks would each see a red and blue mark. Uh-huh. And though immediately his head... That his had to be a blue mark, since all three raised their hands. The smartest man deduced that since nobody answered immediately... All three marks must be blue. You've been Charlie. <laughs> it's all the romantic comedies I watch. Yeah, that's very uh, <laughs> twenty-seven dresses. That had seen happen. Right? Oh yeah, that, that's the opening. You ready for this name? <laughs> you ready for these two names? No, I'm never ready. Pete Platform. Oh why? And Gary Gladhand. No. Two popular politicians. <laughs> Can you imagine Pete Platform running? Platform and Gladhand? Nice. It's Joey Gladstone, right? What? Joey Gladstone? That's a full house? That's his name? Really? Joey Gladstone. I thought it was just Uncle Joey. (laughs) No, you told me it wasn't. (laughs) It's not. Met at a club, discussed the overthrow of their party leader. They each ordered a vodka on the rocks. Gary downed his and ordered another. He then drank his second in a gulp and decided to wait before he ordered a third. Meanwhile, Pete, who was sipping his drink, suddenly fell forward dead. (laughs) No! He got mind trapped. (laughs) Both men were set up for an assassination. Why did Pete die and Gary live? I mean, it has to be that Gary was set him up, right? Right? No, it said both of them were set up. Right? Yeah. Both men were set up for assassination. Oh my god, it's such a stupid answer. Oh my god. Think about what he put in his drink. So. Just think about how did he order his vodka? How did he? On the rocks? Yeah. Uh, Something to do with that. Does the chemical not get activated if it's cold? (laughs) You got mind trapped. I got mind trapped hard on this one. Both Platform and Gladhand were given drinks with poisoned ice cubes. Gladhand drank his drink so quickly that the ice didn't have a chance to melt. Jesus. And release the poison. Nice. Why didn't they? Okay. Nice. I don't even want to. Why did I they? I like to think that whoever wrote this has killed people in each of these It ways. seems like it. I'm sure it has. That's why we don't have Mind Trap 2. King Henry VIII gave his wife a bottomless container to put flesh and blood in. What did he give her? What? Oh, no. A child. Oh, a ring for her finger. No! Oh, God! You were mind trapped! <laughs> oh. A, a bottomless container to put flesh and blood the in. The weirdest. Uh, that, that's how he proposed. Had that, uh, that, that's his vow. <laughs> to his, his, that's his <laughs> Channing Tatum. Oh, God. <laughs> D. Scepter. 
the famous you're magician. You're the one who always says it. We can't go without referencing. We can't. <laughs> you cemented Listen. that. Listen. Deceptor. Deceptor. The famous magician. I think this is We have had this guy before. This one's good. Was standing in an empty room in which two very thin ropes were hanging from the ceiling. These two ropes were just far enough apart from each other that if D had one of them by its end and reached for the other, it would still be a half meter beyond his reach. Using only a knife, D's, D's scepter was able to tie the ends of the two ropes together and still leave them attached to the ceiling. How? He cut one of the ropes. D's scepter did not use the knife in the conventional manner. He tied the knife to one end of the one of the ropes and then swung it like a pendulum. No. <laughs> Holding the other rope at its full length, he was able to grasp the two ends and tie them together. That no. <laughs> You fucking moron. You were mind trapped. I was mind trapped. But I don't understand the answer still. <laughs> he attached the knife to the end and swung it. To the end of the it, rope and swung it. And, and it, that allowed it, it him attached. to tie them together? I don't fucking know. That was Deceptor, bro. Oh, I don't know. This is the first one I'm actually just... I don't get. <laughs> I get idiot. <laughs> Rex rode his bicycle 300 kilometers. <sighs> Three tires were used equally in accumulating this distance. How many kilometers of of where did his tire sustain? This is going to be the stupidest fucking answer. 300, because it said tires. 200. For every kilometer traveled, each of the two tires sustained one kilometer of usage. Therefore, in total of 300 kilometers traveled, there would be a total of 600 kilometers of wear. And 600 divided by 3 is 200. You fucking moron. Hang on. Hang on. Read it again. The question or the answer? The answer. 200 kilometers. Yes. For every kilometer traveled, each of the two tires sustained one kilometer of usage. For every kilometer traveled, each one... Gets a, a kilometer. Yeah. Each of two tires. Yeah. Ugh. What does that mean? That it, it adds all of the tires, and there are six tires. Okay, I don't understand. Mac White was driving his tractor trailer. I'm not sure that still makes sense. Anyway, under an Mac over. White. Mac White was driving his tractor trailer under an overpass when suddenly came to a screeching halt. Mac wasn't paying enough attention to. And it inadvertently drove under the overpass that was just barely as high as his rig. The trailer was wedged so tight that he could not go forward or backward. Luckily for Mac, Professor Quantum came by. What? And told, <laughs> what? And told him how he could easily get the tractor trailer out from under the bridge. What did Professor Quantum suggest? Go back in time and not do it. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I'm I'm trapped here. Clearly. He suggested Mac let some air out of his tires. Oh. This would lower it. Wow. Enough to drive it out. God. Thanks, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Quantum. Yeah. I already told you, I think. Or maybe I just said it to Blake. I need all these names to put in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> we need to make a movie with these characters. Yes. I'm telling you, the Mind Trap movie. Do it like Clue. You know? Old Mr. Terminus was lying on his deathbed. <laughs> of course he was. While his, while his wife was about to give birth. Father Clement was at his bedside when Mr. Terminus dictated his will. I leave two-thirds of my estate to my child. 
should it be a boy? And one third to my wife. If the child is a girl, I want two thirds to go to my wife and one third to my daughter. What a bitch. Yeah, what an ass. Mr. Terminus passed on and left Father Clement with a rather peculiar problem since Mr. Terminus gave birth to twins, a boy and a girl. <laughs> How should the estate be divided? Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Are you good with fractions, buddy? I was going to say, this is just a big fraction. Yeah. Um, so two-thirds go to the boy and one-third to the mom. And one-third goes to the girl and two-thirds to the mom. Yeah. So... What is that? Hmm. Is that twelfths? No. I don't uh-uh. know. My math is not good. Therefore, the son would get four-sevenths, the mother two-sevenths, and the daughter one-seventh. I mean... I don't know. I'm don't sure know. they're right. If I had pen and paper... Bro, I don't get... I didn't that's get That's a math one. Yeah, I didn't realize it. I, I, just, was really, I just like the, dot, the name, yeah. so I just went. I was really expecting it to be, uh-oh, <laughs> you know... How come the wife didn't get any or something like that? Yeah, like like, the, she died in childbirth. <laughs> That's what I thought. The wife's a man. <laughs> Mr. Terminus killed her. <laughs> Mr. Terminus is the wife. He's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> NASA was considering sending canaries into space to study them under zero gravity. The provides. <laughs> I just thought, I think it's because of the wife and the husband yeah. thing. Just reminded me of when Dwight is yelling all those questions to Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, I can't operate him. This man is my son. <laughs> was it Dwight and Jim? Yeah, I think. Yeah, and he can't because he's, he's not the, or the, the wife is the doctor. Oh, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just doing all those, no, it's Ryan. Yeah, It's yeah, Ryan yeah. he's trying to get. And he's just, yeah, Dwight would definitely be Mr. Mind Trap. <laughs> Dwight would love Mind Trap. Yeah. Are you kidding me? False. The project was scrapped when someone realized that in spite of having sufficient water supplies, they could die of dehydration within a few hours. Oh, why? I don't. How would you know this? Uh, uh, I don't know. Canary, how you... Canaries need to drink every few hours? Kind of somewhat close. Birds, unlike humans, need gravity to swallow. You <laughs> moron. <laughs> what? Humans can drink while upside down, is what it says. Nice. I... How would you know that unless you're like a bird enthusiast? I honestly, I like birds. I didn't you know, that. know that. And I'm honestly unsure if it's true. Uh, I, and I, I, I would not be surprised if it's just blatantly untrue. That's what I'm saying. Don't they just make it have to shut up? It's, uh... That's what I'm thinking, man. Art Khan and Hardy Pyle waged a bet on who could stay underwater the longest without the aid of any breathing apparatus. Hardy Hardy jumped in the pool and managed to stay under for one minute. Art knew he could never beat Hardy's time using his method, but he won by staying under for two minutes by using an old trick. What did Art do? Never, you're you're getting mind trapped on this I, one. I think I buddy. am. You want me to say it? Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Bert filled a cup with water and stood under it for two minutes. <laughs> a classic trick. Is that what he called it? That's a 
classic mind track trip right there, that buddy. You don't fucking is. get it. You don't even know. <laughs> fucking mind track. <laughs> what is with the guy in glasses of water? Because we did one off air that was also stupid. <laughs> it had to do with glass of water. I don't know, bro. Wow. Can you imagine that? Like, getting into a, a bet with somebody, jumping into a pool, holding your breath for a minute, and then getting out, and the dude's like, I got you beat, and I stand under this cup of you water. This question? Oh, God. You ready? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I'm still really. Shadow's back. Oh, good. Shadow squinted into the risings. This is like a novel. Yeah. This Shadow? guy definitely failed to write a novel. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. got to try to write a Shadow novel. These this are didn't each work. like um, like little synopsis. Little, yeah, little prompts. Little yeah. pitches that he yeah, made. Yeah, no for, one like, took them. For like a weird show. And he's like, oh, I'll mind trap you all. He, this, is like a, this is a Spider-Man villain. He's yeah. Mysterio. Yeah. I'm going to mind trap all of you. Yep. It, and he like throws a little question. He's like the Riddler. Yeah, it's it's them, but like the brick wall at the same we time. We got to make a movie with the mind trap we villain. Do. Oh, my God. We call it the Jester. <laughs> <laughs> if one of these says the Jester, oh, I'm going to lose it. I'm running away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we die. <laughs> okay. Shadows squinted into the rising sun as the early morning light reflected off the freshly fallen snow. I think we did this one. Shadow had a due east following the snowshoe tracks of Harry Fowl. I don't think we did this The one. world famous photographer. Suddenly the shadows horror came upon the dead body of Harry Fowl. He had been shot and killed by an arrow that entered his back and pierced his heart. <laughs> Shadow raced back to the chalet where his weakened companions were just sitting down to breakfast. <laughs> All three men were shocked when Shadow relayed the tragedy. Sam Slug kept Again. muttering that he just couldn't believe it. Sid Shady said, It seemed just moments ago that Harry told me he was going to be going out to photograph the various birds in an early morning habit. <laughs> Buckshot, who was counting his arrows, turned to ashen. White, when he noticed one of them missing. One of you was the killer, says Shadow. Who does he suspect and why? Um, it's definitely not the one counting the arrows. Because okay. it wants you to think that. Yeah, that's what I thought. But he, he turned ash. I was mind trapped. I'm going to say the second one because he shady. knew where he was. Said Shady? Yeah. Shadow suspects Shady. Harry Fowl couldn't have told Shady he was going out to photograph birds. If he had, he would not have headed east. With the sun rising in that direction, oh. it would have been very difficult to see anything but the silhouettes of the birds. And of course, impossible to photograph them! <laughs> you fucking moron! I guess you didn't get mind trapped on that I one. mean, I kind of did. You didn't did. really understand That's why. That's so stupid. <laughs> you idiot! You can't take photographs of birds in the east! What are you thinking? Yeah, because for some reason, if you're headed east, you can't turn and take photos behind you. You're stuck facing east. In Mind Trap World, you are. In Mind Trap World, you are. You announce you're going east, you're going east. Mind Trap World sounds miserable. Horrible. Horrifying. Slim Sam Slug and Sid Shady each ordered a double scotch. Slug bet Shady $1 that he could put a bowl over Shady's scotch and then drink it without touching directly or indirectly the bowl to scotch glass or bar. And Slug added, I will not have anyone or anything assist me. Is this a good bet for Shady to take and why? 
He should not take the bet. He should leave and never talk to this person again. <laughs> That's actually the answer. I'm just <laughs> That's my answer. No, Shady should not take the bet. Slug would pick up the bowl, drink the double scotch, and pay Shady $1 for his $10 drink. <laughs> so he would just do it. Said he, who's he getting? Whoop, whoop. Who's he getting? Is he getting Shady? Yeah, I think so. Said Shady's out Said there. Shady's bro. out. <laughs> Run. I can still be Shady. Professor Quantum enjoyed ending his lectures by posing a challenging riddle or puzzle to his English students. Oh this guy definitely calls professor. himself Professor Quantum. Oh, absolutely. This guy was like going around town like, I'm Professor Quantum. Do you want a riddle? Welcome to my class, everyone. <laughs> everyone fucking had threw eggs at him. Perchance I might riddle your brains. Do you think my turn was one guy? Yeah. You really do? Do you think more than one person could do this? I think there was a team of mind trappers. I don't know. I think I'd so. I like to think only one person in the world <laughs> I'm gonna could look do at, this. I'm gonna find that. We're find gonna get out. the creator mind trap in here. We're gonna do like the the troll two documentary. <laughs> yes, of mind trap. <laughs> We're gonna go on the road and find everyone involved. Interview. The... I also love that you named this episode Mind Trap One. Oh, because we're coming back. Oh, yeah. How long is this? Been? Yeah, let's see. Where are we? Forty minutes. Oh, I thought I was going to stop at thirty. Yeah, let's stop after this. All right. You know, this is the last yeah. one. Quantum instructed his class to write their answers to his question on a slip of paper, and then wait in line until he called out their names. Quantum's question was, "What is a five-letter word in the English language whose pronunciation isn't changed by removing four of its letters?" A five-letter word. Yeah. That pronunciation is not changed by removing four of the letters. Yeah. Oh. Remember, he said. Hold on. I feel like there's got to be like there's that whole lineup of them like waiting to their turn. Yeah, it is. It is connected to that. It is. But the the question it's asking is still, what is the answer to this riddle? What is, yeah. Why is it telling us how he's going to read them off? just go. I don't really get it, but it is connected to it. <laughs> you, you can't get mind shot in the last one. Oh. Oh. You're going to get mind shot. I see it. Oh. You're already getting mind shot. <laughs> Remember, it'll challenge the way you think, Charlie. Yep. You have to really... <laughs> Wrap your mind around this shit. <laughs> you want me to say it? Yeah. The word is Q. Oh, It is fuck. pronounced Q, which yes. means a line of people waiting their turn. God damn it. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's actually decent. You like that one? Yeah. I mean, Do I, you? No, but I'm, I accept it. <laughs> a lot of these other ones are bullshit. I accept that one. I'm I'm all right getting trapped on the last one for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, was just a taste of mind trap. Yeah, thanks, Professor Quantum. I was trying to do only thirty minutes, but I got mind trapped into doing forty-five. Yes. Um, Professor Quantum said, "Shady, Shadow, Shadow, uh, Sam Tater, or something." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, in the future. 
Yeah. We'll be back and we'll do some more. Oh, we will be mind trapping for sure. <laughs> We're writing a mind trap movie. Absolutely. This um, is no more. The parking lot of the podcast is dead. This is mind trap now. This is a mind trap podcast. <laughs> if you don't like it, you're mind trap. I'm gonna go delete all of our all. Of yeah, our we're not gonna we're not gonna be available. Just, mind trap exclusive podcast yeah. now. Starting now. We only have like a hundred cards, <laughs> but I mean, we'll, we'll start making new ones. We'll by the end of this, we'll be comedy exclusives. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you paid me to write a mind trap card, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't write you one mind track question. I'd bet you $10 that I could do it. <laughs> but why did Charlie bet $10? Answer, Charlie's dead. <laughs>